Hello, Deep Gripping Reality fans and friends. So you're in for a treat today. Uh, you get to actually hear a live consultation that I did with a, an assisted living community that just created their Facebook. So this is an actual live consultation call um, that uh, where they, they paid me for an hour of my time um, to uh, basically tell them how to optimize their Facebook and introduce them to Facebook strategy and Google, um, Google My Business strategy and um, all that fun stuff for a business. So uh, if you have a business page, this would be a good refresher. If you're considering starting one, here you go, everything you need to know. Stay tuned, folks. It's about to get deep. You're listening to the Deep Gripping Reality Podcast, the show that gives you leadership lessons and insights from the cutting edge of digital marketing. Hosted by Stephen J. Edelman. It's about to get deep. While I was on your Facebook, that it is new, it looks like you created it uh, somewhat recently, um, and you've updated a few different things on it, and uh, have a couple of new posts. Now, is that are, are you the one who has been um, doing this, or is it someone else on your staff? Okay, so it was you that I did this. I am the only staff. <laughs> okay, good, good, good. All right, so um, no worries there. there I, I'm going to basically give you a crash course in brain surgery when it comes to. Um, not only Facebook, but how it improves your overall digital strategy and what you can do with it, okay? Um, okay. okay. I, I'm very impressed with the fact that even though you opened this about a week ago, you already have um, 48 people that like it and 48, 40, uh, 49 followers. Okay, but I hate to say it, but you know what? This page was, was created through my private, my personal account. Okay, that's okay. You're, I... Okay. You, you'll be listed as the administrator on there, and if you were to hire a company like mine um, to help you manage the back end of this and optimize it and get things set up, we would send you a, uh, a management request that would say, "Hey, can you give us administrative access and be through our company?" But your webs or your oh, okay. your your Facebook page will have to have a human being as the owner, quote unquote owner. Um, uh, Facebook doesn't allow. Um, organizations to own Facebook pages, um, even professional oh, okay. ones. You have to have Regency someone. could not set one up. Yeah, so th because Regency isn't a human being, it wouldn't let... Uh, oh, gotcha. Right. Okay. Even but, though I'm the manager at it. Right. So if, you, if it comes okay. to a point where you um, transition to a different role and somebody else takes over this, then you could um, add them on the back end as an administrator on your Facebook page and then they would um, be able to essentially take it over and you could pull yourself out. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So let me just quickly add then. All right. So I tried to establish a Facebook page, but I was using the profile, I don't know, algorithm or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's out there as well. And what made me realize it was a profile and not a page was the fact that it would not allow me to put the total... Regents of Retirement Residents of Nevada in it because, you know, it wasn't classified as, you know, a real name. Mm -hmm. So I actually have some other thing out there, I guess a profile, that just says Regency Retirement. Yeah. That I'm guessing I should just close. Or well, I mean, if you or, have, it, it'd be, it's a little more complicated, but if you have, you can, that's not a problem. Um, we have, so Yakovos is the name of the CEO of our company. And we have uh -huh. a quote-unquote dummy fake profile for him um, to be that he, the actual person, has access to. But basically, it's an owner of uh, our page so that when we okay. assume um, administrative access to our clients' pages, no matter who the manager of our team is or who, who, how our change, uh, changes are on our team, He's the, you know, that profile will have access. So that's not a bad idea, not a bad thing to do, as long as you only use it to kind of run the back end of this. That's not a bad idea. Uh -huh. Just make sure you don't lose the, okay. the login information. Um, okay. Because not a lot of people can help with that. Now, 
Uh, so good questions. I'm glad you asked. So I will tell you that I'm, like I said, I'm somewhat impressed with the follower size. I think that's good. I like the order of your tabs here, which you've got your home, you've got post, you've got reviews, photos about and community. And, and what a lot of uh, pages will do is they'll have too many tabs here that are completely irrelevant. So you could have like shop here and you could have all kinds of things that don't really necessarily need to be there. So I'm a big fan right. of, of simplifying and putting things in the order that people will like to see them. So I don't know if that was intentional or not, okay. but, uh, actually probably not. <laughs> <laughs> well, good job. Just came that way. <laughs> Either way. Good job. So that works I'll now. Credit, <laughs> yeah. Why not? Yeah, totally. It was meant to be strategically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the order of tabs is good. Um, and I definitely like that there's a little chat pop up that comes up after a certain period of time with some, uh, predestined, uh, questions, some pre designed questions like, is anybody available to chat? That sort of thing. That's a good thing. So, um, I am going to give you some, some pointers here, uh, and kind of a background of how this helps overall. And then I'm going to give you some very, those are general things but then I'm gonna give you some very specific feedback, okay? Okay. All right, great. So um, basically, the, the thing that you wanna know is that um, any links that go back to your website generate what I call lovingly as link juice. And what I mean by that is the Google algorithm, which Google sees everything, I call it the queen of the internet because the Google Assistant is a female voice, so she's the queen of the internet, she controls and sees everything that goes through it. Um, <laughs> that being said, you could call it Big Brother, I guess, but um, that being yeah. said, the Google algorithm crawlers, it sends little bots, essentially, that, that we call Google crawlers, that scour the internet looking for relevant information. And it's not collecting right. this information necessarily to be creepy or anything like that or for oversight. What it's doing is Google is an answer machine. Ultimately, it is a knowledge base that gives you answers to any question you could possibly ask, but it wants to give the most relevant accurate and on-point answer that it possibly can. So it needs reputable sources, okay? And the way that it defines what's reputable are the links that either are either going to or from that website. So for example, if you have a, a blog that you put on your website and you link back to the CDC, well, the CDC is a very reputable source or the or Department of Human Resources, whatever. Those are reputable sources. So right. Google knows that this is good information, okay? On, okay? on Facebook, when you share a Facebook post and it has a link back to your website, if that link is liked or more specifically if it's shared and especially if it's clicked on, the Google crawler doesn't see that as as a bunch of people sharing the same Facebook post. What it sees is individuals or organizations sharing links back to your website. Not necessarily Facebook links, but actual links. So what that says is the more that gets shared, the more credible that website becomes and the more valuable that information. So when it's pulling keywords and trying to figure out what a website is about, it, it obviously first thing it does is go to your website and look at meta descriptions and all that SEO stuff. But then it also scours all the social platforms and tries to find resident information for your platform. Okay. Um, okay. So it, it's really an interesting thing the way that it's set up. And so I recommend on, I, I love your posts. I love, I love that. I mean, the first two posts, very friendly. Um, the second post was even more friendly. Um, I'm talking about the one from June 25th. Um, so yeah. here's my recommendations. Um, and, and this is going to take a little doing on your side, but it's, it's definitely going to be worth it. Um, okay. the first thing that I would say is that you should, um, you should make sure to have some kind of a link back to a relevant page on your website. So if you, okay. if you have a page that, uh, that lists availability, if you have page that, you know, just describes what can be found in, in various rooms or whatever. That, I have a floor plan. Yeah. So that, maybe I could link it back to the page that has a floor plan on it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And okay, so, okay. so, so that's important because that's going to direct traffic back to the website and it's going to give people more ways to look because you have to understand, and this is all going to click and make sense when I tell you, I promise, but the consumer mindset is set up on very specific steps. The first thing that we have is need recognition. When we realize that the state that we're in is not the desired state, it's not where we want to be, we recognize that there's a need. And in this case, a Facebook post 
triggers that need. I want and I need uh-huh. a one-bedroom spacious place, right? So then the next thing we do is info seeking. That's step two. So when they see this post, that's a little bit of information, but they may not just call right away without getting a little more. So the information can either be in the, in the form of, of a link to a website or we're very visual human beings. We're very visual creatures and attention is the currency right. of the internet. So pictures of the empty room, pictures of, and if it's fully furnished, even better, but pictures of the space that these people will be living in gives them the opportunity to visualize it, gives them the opportunity to, you know, see themselves in it. And with COVID and all this craziness going on, it almost is like a, a, an invisible virtual tour. So that's the first thing that you can do. So, well, actually, the first thing is links. The second thing you can do is photographs of relevant stuff. Every single post on yeah, Facebook. I, I, so go ahead. So would the, would the photos actually get placed, like, on the Facebook page, or would it be linked then again back to the website? Well, both, both. So um, when you, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So the way that the way that the Facebook algorithm works is that when you put in a um, a, um, a link, it automatically goes to that web page and it tries to find an image that is relevant to that link. Now the image may okay. or may not be what you want to share. If it's an old image of your logo and it's it's uh, you know blurry or pixelated, then it doesn't necessarily reflect well. So what I I'm a big right. fan of is you when you go to add a post. Uh, it offers you the opportunity to add an image or a series of images, right? So that's what you would do. Yeah. Then you type out your text, yeah. and then you can include a link as well. Now, right. okay. all of these things offer places for people to click on. And those clicks are what Facebook calls engagement. And it decides what it wants to boost organically based on engagement. So when I say organically, I mean you don't have to pay for it. So if you have a post, and and Facebook's all about sharing a positive user experience, blah, blah, blah. So if you have a post that you put out there and it has, you know, three or four images and a link, if people click through those images, each one of those is an engagement. And then if they click on the link, that's even more so. So all of that shows, yeah. And so if they like each individual picture, all of those likes show up on their timeline, which then means that all of their friends who may or may not be following you then are able to see your stuff. Oh, okay. So yeah, it, okay. it has a, a, a water drop effect where it just spreads out. You know sure. what I mean? Um, very drop in the bucket-ish. <laughs> so it mm-hmm. it's definitely good. I also wanted to let you know I'm a big fan of this uh, set an appointment up with your name. That adds okay. a human element that is very easily overlooked. Very, very good idea. Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's great because if you say just give us a call, well, then it's like, okay, but who do I talk to? And when you say right. when you have your name there, it, it gives them a person to, to reach out to and they feel like they have a contact and subconsciously they feel like they have more control because they have, quote, unquote, a man on the inside, so to speak. Does that make sense? Right. Perfect. Yep. Yep. So uh, surprisingly enough, you uh, were doing some things organically, naturally, that you didn't even realize that were actually really, really good stuff. <laughs> So that's good. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, So here's what I will tell you also. Uh, When you go to set up your your Facebook profile, um, it automatically, every time you update something, it shares it to your your link, okay? Um, And it has the same image. Now, in this case, it's got learn more, which is good. It's got call now, which is good. This okay. one, this post right here, doesn't necessarily need to be there. And what this is, is this your cover photo. So you can actually go up and hit these three dots on yours right, and just right. hit delete. And same thing with, with the profile picture. Oh, uh, okay. Because yeah. th- those okay. don't need to be there, right? Um, yeah, okay. So now the third thing I'm going to tell you, which I think uh, it, this is the one that takes a little bit of work but would be so, so much worth it. Um, you know, I don't know. It depends on where you look, but ultimately... COVID-19 hasn't died. It died down a little bit, but it looks like it's on an uptick. And by the end of the summer, well, through the end of the summer, they're saying that we're probably going to hit an all-time high. Um, right. We're not. It's. It's. I don't think we'll see a second wave because the first one hasn't ended, that kind of thing. So um, exactly. that being said, people are in a really good place um, for small business. Uh, what I mean by that is that a lot of people are at home right now. And being at home means that they are um, 
you know, when they're not working or they're not hanging out with their kids, they're on social media. So social media traffic is through the roof. Well, because of um, various politics and stuff, you may hear in the news that a lot of big businesses, Target and, and others, are pulling their Facebook ads, which means a lot of Facebook's ad revenue is getting pulled out and uh, in, a, in a big way. Now, that's actually very, very good for small business because Facebook's um, cost for ads was as and, and for the return on investment as far as how far it goes, it was astronomically low. It was super low. Um, for the price that you would say you paid 20 bucks for Google ads, um, you would get nowhere near as far as you would with Facebook ads. Um, 20 bucks okay. with Facebook ads could reach 500 to 5,000 people depending on how you target it. So that ad spend cost is actually going to get, this is my prediction now, don't, you know, this is just from what I study because I'm a nerd and I look at this stuff all the time. <laughs> the the Facebook uh, ad spend cost is actually going to be driven way down because Facebook is want, is going to want to recuperate a lot of their lost revenue from their big buyers. And so the first thing that they'll try and do, it'll be a little bit of a, you'll see a bump. It'll be a little bit of a small increase, which won't really matter to you, uh, but then it'll drop because they're going to want to get small businesses to buy up more ad spend, which means that your 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 twenty bucks instead of reaching five hundred people could reach you know ten thousand people. So oh, okay. exactly, and so it, it's going to be. Uh, this is complete speculation on my part, but just historically from studying trends and things like that, and and my beautiful marketing theory, this is what I suspect is going to happen in the economic sphere of Facebook. And the reason I'm telling you all of that is because one of the things that you can see on the back end, I can't see it here because I don't have access, but on the back end up top, you, you should see things like inbox and you'll see insights. Or if you, you may see more and you'll have to click on that and see insights. But when you get into insights, you can look at the analytics of your posts. You can see what kind of posts are performing best, which ones are getting uh, engagement, meaning likes and comments, which ones are being shared. Um, and so when you start posting images and links and you start seeing that people are organically really responding to that, that would be a, a good post if it's still relevant to say, you know what, I want to go ahead and, and put uh, 20 bucks on this. Um, and, and setting up Facebook ads can be tricky, so you may want to call and get some help with that. But um, And you can have it be super targeted. So you can say, I want to spend 20 bucks on this. I want it to go for uh, the weekend. Um, and I want it to reach people in the Nevada area, the Nevada area. So right. it, it, it's and, and a 20 mile radius or whatever, if you want to get into Ames or whatever. So, so you specify like age groups? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm, you know, I was kind of talking about that with someone else and it's like, okay, so the average age of people that are residing here currently is probably upper seventies. Yep. Although we are 55 plus, but then if you take it down a generation, which would be their children, Mm-hmm. You know, so it'd almost be like a two generation that I'd want to reach. Yeah. Well, I'm you a know, big so fan the of. Children would probably be in the 50s and 60s. Right. You know, which yeah. would, they could also then reside here, but then also the ones that are primarily here, which, like I said, is like 70s and 80s. Sure. So, yeah, okay, that's yeah. good to know. Yeah, okay. and here's the interesting thing, too, is that when you look at the insights of your face of Facebook, it'll show you who the demographics uh -huh. of your followers and the likes and the people engaging with your content is. You can look at posts, and you can look at people, um, and you can okay. look at followers, and it'll actually show you if your target audience is 50 to 75 to 80 or 80 plus or whatever, It'll and you're hitting you know, 35 is your demographic that you're hitting, then something needs to change. You know what I mean? So you can actually right, see right. how the analytics are, are working, and it's really, really helpful, um, especially when wow. you're targeting ads if that's the route you go. Now, you are in a really cool spot right now because your uh, Facebook profile is in its, in its infancy, dare I say. Uh, you have the opportunity to create a, a virtual atmosphere and give people a taste of what it's like living there and what the culture is like without them even having to step foot in the door. So that br oh, okay. that brings me to my next idea for you that I think you'll really, really like. Um, have you ever heard of an Osmo? It's spelled O-S-M-O. No. 
Okay. So the the Osmo is uh, a product that is, I think it's like $100, um, and you can get it on Amazon, or if you just Google um, Osmo um, camera holder, I think, uh, it will show you. And basically what that does is you put your phone in it, or you can actually attach a, a camera to it, a digital camera, and you can walk around, and if you move your arm, no matter how you move your arm, it's got... Uh, gyros and gimbals, I don't know how it works, but it, it keeps your image very, very still. So you have a professional... Is that how realtors do their virtual tours? Yes. And uh, to go okay. even one step further than that, I don't know if you're familiar with um, with uh, the Pioneer Woman on, on um, Food Network. You ever... I know who she is. You've heard of her? Said. Okay. Yeah. So she, yeah, with the COVID thing, they thought it would be safer not to have a camera crew go there. So she has tripods, little mini tripods for her Apple, for her iPhone set up, and her kids help her film. And it, and she's calling it at home, um, you know, episode one, episode two, whatever. But she walk, she the entire episode is filmed using Osmos and tripods, and the video quality is just as good as professional cameras, and the sound quality is just well, as good. I wondered because I mean I follow some people on YouTube. You yep. Know? They're, you know, like cooking in their home or whatever, and that must be something along that line that they're using. Yes. Yep. That's exactly okay. it. Gotcha. So, so you can, uh, I mean, it, it's crazy because it used to be you'd have to hire a professional photography crew, a videographer, right. you know, and all that stuff. But if you have that that content, it's worth it. Now, obviously, with HIPAA compliance uh, and yours being a retirement community and things like that, and without getting waivers signed, you can't exactly have a ton of images of residents or, or that sort of thing. But you could do a walking right. virtual tour. Um, later, if you want to get testimonials, uh, those are extremely powerful. So do a, a, a video interview testimonial with, with a resident who's very happy or a family member that's very happy. Because my okay. whole point of bringing all this up is that you have a captive audience and the potential to gather their, um, their uh, attention uh, like never before and like we may never see again and people are are creatures of habit and they build their trust based on what they see um, so for example I have a nonprofit company that I've worked with uh, a client of mine who um, when the COVID outbreak first happened back in well when it, when it started getting taken very seriously back in um, early early March um, she reached out and she said okay so we've done most of our fundraising at live events what are we supposed to do now? We've been having people come to these right. concerts, but you know, how are we supposed to do this? And I said, here's what you need uh -huh. to do. It's going to be uncomfortable. You don't, you're not going to want to do it, but trust me, it's what you need to do. I said, you need to go live on Facebook. You need to do live events yeah. every Friday and you're going to build an audience like you have no idea. And sure enough, they went from having, um, I think a thousand followers on Facebook to as of today, I think they have 4,500 followers or something like that. And oh my goodness. yeah, and their average video, the live stream itself, they only have maybe it started with, you know, five people that were all the board members that would watch it. But now it's up to like 30 people that watch an episode live. And the really cool part about it is that there's residual audience because that video then gets saved to their profile and um, people will watch it later. So they have, you know, three or four hundred views on a video that they posted in the last month and so well yeah see i've been i've done that because i mean there's a business here in town that's a retail business and she does it every wednesday night she yep. has their little fashion show that they do with their pro you know yep mer merchandise yep lasts about 45 minutes to an hour and then if i don't watch it live yes i can go in and view it later so exactly yeah, i get what you're talking about yep we're creatures of uh, habit right so, so is that so how do you, okay, so if I would purchase this Osmo thing, I mean, then is that like, how do I get it placed on the Facebook? Is it just something I upload, like I do like a photo or a video? Good question. So there's a couple ways to do it. Um, yeah, well, okay, so once you have the Osmo, all the Osmo is is literally a handheld gimbal. And you put your phone in it, okay. it holds your phone, and it moves around. It doesn't have any software that comes with it necessarily, depending on which one you buy. It doesn't have anything like that. Right. Um, I'm sure I haven't looked too much into it. My associate Matt is actually much more into this kind of thing. But, um, you know, I don't think you really have to have uh, a lot of experience other than, you know, point and shoot. But 
Um, once you have the video, you can either upload it directly to Facebook, make sure you have a really good Wi-Fi connection because it can take a while, um, uplo upload it yeah. directly to Facebook through your mobile device, or if you want to edit the video uh -huh. a little bit or you have somebody who can help you with that, then they can help you you know, download it to a computer, do some editing, and then upload it. Um, and then the third option would be to actually go live. So you have the option on when you have a, a, a business Facebook page to go to go live. And when you if you promote it right um, throughout the week, say, OK, so we're going to be going live on Wednesday. Please join us. We're really excited, blah, blah, blah. You build up that um, that excitement and that anticipation um, and pique that curiosity about what this what's this about. And then there's what people lovingly refer to as FOMO, which is fear of missing out. So they want to jump on and, and see it at that time and if not they do what you do which is they save it for later so it's definitely uh, a great option and and the other thing that's interesting is after you've gone live before you save it to your to your profile and to your uh, files um, you can edit it a little bit um, and you can add uh, textual you know some kind of some some kind of video description and title and even a, a little bit of targeting and that's that's a very easily uh, missed step so make sure that you do that. Yep. And then um, when I, when you so when you go to make a post, uh, you can see that there's there's video or photo. There's all kinds of stuff. Now, as yeah. a visitor to your page, I have the option of just video or photo, and I can choose a file. But you will actually see that you have quite a few other options. Um, and and what you'll notice, give me just a sec here. So you can. Okay. Right. So you will have the option when it comes to posting, it'll say go live. It'll say event, um, offer, job, all that stuff. Right. So when you go to actually post something on here, if I push, if I go to, you can schedule and things like that as well. But if I go to photo or video, um, it should, I don't know if it's going to let me do it because, uh, oh, you know what? I think I clicked on the wrong thing, but that's okay. Um, it, it what it'll do is it'll give you the option here just a minute there we go so you have the option to um, actually post a, a bunch of photos um, or videos or whatever kind you want so okay. there's there's quite okay. a few different things that you can types of posts that you can do which is really helpful and really cool and, and people, you know, really engage with that. Um, you also, when you have a Facebook page, you also have an Instagram page. You basically just have to claim it. Um, that's a whole nother beast for a whole nother call, but that's something that you should definitely be aware of um, because you can set it up so that when you post to Facebook, it automatically posts to Instagram if you have an image and vice versa, which really saves you... Oh. It lets you get on two different opportunities. Now, what's really cool about about Facebook and the engagement thing and, and setting up the community is that, you know, if you guys have like a, an Easter uh, party or a Christmas party or something like that, and you have residents that are okay having their picture taken and, and having family around, you know, sharing those pictures, that's, that's building community. That's what it's about. You know what I mean? So right. it, it's really a, a neat, neat way to connect with people and, and get in touch with people and that sort of thing. Um, so let me ask you this. When you're talking about like posting pictures of the residents here, for example, I mean, it would be appropriate. I got like a copy of like a, um, what is it, an agreement yep. form that I would probably have the residents sign. Yep. And have, I mean, but, that would be then to cover our butt. Yes. And I would, def I would also make sure that you have uh, whoever their, their family member that, that visits the most have them present too. Because... The last thing you want to do is is make anybody feel like they're being taken advantage of or used, and oh, sure. and so you know they may say you know like I have uh, an elderly mother in law who lives with us and and if she was in a retirement community and she signed something and then I see her on Facebook I might feel like and I I don't feel this way but I might say you know what are you doing this I didn't okay this why is mom's picture on Facebook that's not okay you know what I mean yeah. so. Yep, yep. Yeah, you want to make sure that you have a couple of people who you just say, listen, I think that you, I'm, I love that you love it here. We love you and we'd love to show other people what it's like living here. So, you know, you just, I'll let you handle that, that side of it. But yeah, um, so yeah, that's really that's, good. No, that's a good point. Yeah. Okay. 
So that is that is both to cover your backside legally and just from a, a an ethical and moral standpoint. And you know, obviously, you can't really share. I don't. I'm not. I'm not in nursing. My wife spent many years there, but I do know that HIPAA is a thing. So <laughs> you, oh, yeah. you really yeah. can't give away anything that has to do with that. But I, what I would do in, if I were in your shoes is I would look at. I do some competitive analysis. I would look at other retirement communities. I know that uh, there's there's a uh, regency in Boone, so you can look and see the kind of things that they might have been sharing, and that'll kind of give you guidelines of the type of things that you can share um, while still making your own name and your own brand. Um, so does that answer that? Do you have any other questions about that stuff? Yeah. Okay. No, I think that's, yeah. Good, good, good. So, um, the other side of it too is, uh, I mentioned earlier that for your cover banner, I'm so glad you have an image there because, uh, a lot of companies overlook that and then it just doesn't look super attractive. Remember we are visual creatures and statistically speaking, people are way, way, way more likely to click and engage and get involved if they are visually drawn to something. It's chase the shiny object. So you'll notice that our cover photo on our on our Facebook for the company uh, is basically our website, and it's just kind of scrolling through what it looks like, right? And so this, this, oh, okay. this moving thing, it doesn't have to be that way for you, obviously. It's just because we're a web development company and, and internet marketing company. But this living thing shows people a little bit about what we do. So you could do a, you know, like almost a walking tour where you start outside the building with an Osimo and there's no sound. You'll notice there's no sound here. It can be turned on, right. so there could be sound. But um, a walking tour that starts through the front doors, walks up, walks past the nurse's station, and they're smiling and waving, and then just kind of gives a little thing like that. And, and that way... People get a sense of being invited and being home, and it's warm. Oh, okay. So it's it's visual. Again, you want to kind of give them a taste of what your community is like without them ever having to leave home, because then they can visualize themselves in it. So that's what I wanted to say about that. Um, I will say that, uh, that there is, you'll notice that our page has an Our Story section, okay? So this is actually okay. found on the back end in the About page. So if you go to about, um, it has a place for our story and you can click on that and you can edit it and you can change it. So what, what I recommend there is have a different cover image than what you have on your main profile. And with the, our story, treat it like it's a, uh, a blog post or a newsletter, something along those lines. You're only going to fill this out really ideally once, um, unless you add to the story. So like if you guys expand and build a whole new wing and you say, and in 2025, we built this whole new wing, whatever, then you could add that there. But basically, this tells a little okay. bit about the history of your company and then has bullet points about what you, bullet points are some kind of indication of what it is that you do. And then um, the and then uh, a little bit about essentially who you are. Um, but okay. what's really cool is that you can add links in here. So again, I mentioned earlier the value of link juice. You can add links to relevant and specific pages on your on your website you can also embed images okay. here um, all of this is is available for you to do um, and it makes it a lot better overall so okay. that it's I understand why you'd want to be cautious about um, boosting posts so the, when you boost a post there's a couple different ways it can go uh, you can either go into the ad center and actually create an ad from scratch and you'll need payment oh, information okay. credit cards that sort of thing and there's actually a, a place on the back end that's even further that's called business.facebook.com. And you would log in there and you can really go deep. And it's it's kind of con complicated if you don't know what you're know what you're doing because you have to set oh, up okay. ad groups, ad sets, and all that stuff. Um, but I will tell you that uh, there is a uh, – I don't know why it's not pulling this up. It's supposed to be pulling up. There we go, Ad Center. So um, – yeah, so it gives you it gives you kind of your your past stuff, posts that you've done, the engagement. So, for example, on this one, uh, we spent ten bucks, we reached one thousand five hundred seventy-seven people. This one, we reached seventy-five, and we got you know nearly triple that amount. Um, this one, we spent uh, seventy-three, okay. and we got five thousand people. And the goals you can when you go to boost a post, you can decide if you're trying to reach get link clicks, which is engagement. If you're trying to drive traffic, which is landing pages. You know, you get to decide what the purpose of it, what you're trying to do is. And that helps Facebook decide uh, what kind of audience 
to put this in front of because they can put it in front of people who meet all of your demographics but also are have a history of clicking on links and clicking on ads and that sort of thing too so it can put it in front of people who are more likely to click on your ad so if for and and as far as going down the rabbit hole and not being able to back out it's not going to boost a post until you add your payment information <laughs> so oh, okay <laughs> you, you don't have to worry too much about that but I was talking about the insights earlier, and since I'm on ours, I can kind of show you some some insights, and this is uh, just to kind of give you an idea of where to look. Um, obviously, it's not super relevant um, to your page because it's too new, and so I can't really get a lot of insight information, but give it just a second here. I'm not sure why it's not loading. Bear with me. Um, and so, okay. so when you're looking through your, your insights and you see your post performance, you can see which ones are performing well, which ones people are engaging with, and those are the ones that you might consider boosting. So when you see a, you know, for example, with this one, we'll say, you know, what's standing in, your dream, in the way of your dreams? Um, it won't be us, get started today, blah, blah, blah. And you'll notice there's a few different images in each of this is called a carousel. But each of these images uh -huh. go to a different link um, okay. within the website. Uh, so if I were to hit boost, uh, if I were to hit boost post, it comes up and says, "Who do I want to?" The first thing it says is, "Who do I want to? Who do I want to uh, reach?" And so I do, right. I, I do um, people I choose through targeting, and then again, here's the age group you can select, the area, um, and you can do people who like your page. You can do people who like your page and their friends, which is an extended network. Uh, people in your local yeah. area, job seekers, and then you can also create other audiences as well. Um, and huh. you're, okay. so if you, so say you take the time to set up a custom, uh, and this is when you're, when you're building a custom ad. Okay. Um, if I were to click create new audience, for example, you name the audience, um, and you choose who you want all, and I'll say the age group will say, um, you said your demographic was, we'll say 50 to 65 plus is as high as it goes. If I wanted to do Ames, yeah. you can actually change this to um, Nevada, Iowa. Um, but then you can also okay. do, there's a little, um, you can also do a, uh, a radius of that. So um, there's different oh, ways that you okay. can, yeah, so you can do like a 25 mile radius. This is a, this is really easy to overlook. Don't overlook this because then I could say, um, I can do retirement. And there's a lot of different ones. There's there's information here on. Um, oh on, yeah. 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 So you can pick as many of these as you want. You can't overdo it. And okay. as, as you do this, it will choose. It, it'll help you see what your potential audience oh, okay. size is. Right. Yep. So later, when you pick your budget, it'll tell you how many people you could reach, and then you can choose a daily budget or you can choose a uh, weekly budget, you or not, I'm sorry, daily budget or a lifetime budget or a monthly budget. So you could say, okay, I want this ad to run from July 2nd through July 28th, um, and I want you to hit as many people as possible until the money's gone, or I want you to, to sprinkle it out, hit as many people as possible, but make sure you run this ad until July 28th. Oh, okay. See what I'm saying? So what's oh. what's nice about it is that if you say I will, or you can say I want you to just hit my target audience as best as possible, but save me money. So if if Facebook Facebook only spends money on whatever your key performance indicator was. So if it's clicking the link, if it's impressions, whatever. If just because somebody sees your ad, if your if your key performance indicator was clicking a link, <clears throat> you don't get charged unless they click that link. So at the end right. of the time period, uh, July 28th comes up, and it's only spent 20 out of my 25 bucks. That $5 doesn't get spent and actually can roll over to the next month if I wanted to. So then I could just oh, repeat the okay. ad. So uh, oh, okay. there's a lot of different ways you can do it. Now, now it when you're boosting a post, it actually um, it, it limits you to how well you can target compared to when you're building a full-on ad. Uh, from scratch. Uh -huh. When you're building an ad from scratch, you're adding the, the creative, meaning the images, the text, the link, all that stuff. And this is a demo oh. of what it's going to look like on various feeds, whatever feeds it goes into. So again, now uh -huh. we're looking at uh, for budget and duration. You can choose how many days, you can choose the end date, you can say the total budget of it, and you can put in however much you want. Um, and when you do that, as I adjust this, it changes how many people it's going to reach.
Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. So, so okay. it's yeah, it, it tells you about how much that is, and then it says right here that you're going to spend on average how much it is. Um, and the in-depth mm -hmm. side of this is we have this thing called the Facebook Pixel. And the Facebook Pixel okay. allows you to have a code on the back end of your website that tracks the conversion of these ads. It shows how okay. well these ads have been coming through, and it, it works with Google Analytics and some other uh, more complicated stuff like that. So that's kind of a um, that's kind of a, a run through of, of how to do. It's a crash course in brain surgery of, of boosting a post. Um, I would okay. recommend that you wait until you've built up your audience a little bit. Uh, there is a way to do uh, to target your ads for brand recognition, which helps you build get page likes and build your audience. But your messaging really okay. is going to need to be on point for that, and so will the 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 visual side of it and, and all that fun stuff. So, and so again, so remind me how I build up my audience again. Uh, posts. <laughs> Before I go boosting. Sure, sure, sure. So just posts. So, okay. po yeah, I mean. So, yeah, I mean, if I can get in there at least a couple times a week and do some kind of a post. Yeah. So, like you said, they, the posts become more attractive if I embed images. Exactly. Yeah. And you can even okay, you can gotcha. even tag people. So if you have an employee, yeah, okay. yeah. if you have, first off, encourage all of your employees to like the page. That helps a lot. Um, and, right. And if you, you can tag an employee. So if you catch an employee doing something fantastic, if you have a nurse of the month, whatever it is, if you have something along those lines, then you can, you can actually, you know, tag them in it and maybe even a picture of them in it saying our nurse, nursing staff loves our residents. Uh, congratulations to Mike Smith, who is our our CNA of the month, blah, blah, blah. You know, people yeah. follow Facebook pages because they're interested in the content that they provide. And a lot of times for most businesses, they want to get good deals, but they also want to lift the curtain back and see what the Wizard of Oz really looks like. They want to see what yeah. it's like behind the scenes. And, and when they connect with brands, it gives them the opportunity to get a better feel for, for, you know, again, the culture and what it's like. And, and, Especially when people right. can't do it physically, virtually is is the way to go. And so, yeah. Well, I don't know if this makes any difference, but you know, we are not a healthcare facility. It's just strictly independent living. Oh, perfect. That's um, even better. I mean, that's all. I mean, so I don't know if HIPAA would even apply technically. No, probably not. I mean, if but it, I mean, I would still want. I would. I would still want to get an agreement about posting pictures and so on. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, we yeah. are not health affiliated at all. Um, they have to be able to, you know, be independent in their needs. I mean, they can have, like, um, home health come in and help them. But, yeah, we don't have nurses. Um, my only employee is a maintenance guy that works part-time. I work part-time. But regardless, but, I, I mean, I get what you're talking about. And, and like, let me, let me back up, though. Like, when I do a Google search, for example, because that's my search engine that I use, prior, sure. you know, personally. Yeah. And I put in... You know, whatever business, type of business I'm looking for. So then it populates this list. Now, I know some businesses only advertise on Facebook and do not have websites. Sure. So if I am a person that does not have a Facebook page, uh -huh. but I go ahead and use my search engine to, you know, search for a particular business. Let's say they're looking for an independent living and Regency shows up, but they're not a Facebook, per you know, they, they don't have an account. They can still click on that link, and they can maybe kind of see the basics, if I'm thinking correctly. Well, yeah, okay, so when Facebook identifies that a business exists, um, it, it, it kind of takes community information. Sometimes it's from the Google My Business profile, and, you know, it's from different sources. But it, it Frankensteins it together. It takes relevant images that are recommended. Um, it takes the contact information that it can find. Um, but if a business doesn't own that, uh, that profile, then they can't control what's on it. And so it can be misinformation and that sort of things. And so it's important to make sure that, that you do have a, a proper Facebook page. Um, as far as well, I no, think... I, yeah, from my end, but yeah. I'm thinking about, see, when I talked to the board members yesterday at our board meeting, they said, you know, a majority of people in our age group do not have Facebook accounts. Right. So when we go to look for something, uh -huh. we're going to put it in an Internet search engine yep and so what i'm saying is from the person that does not have a facebook account like our 80 year old you know average person they yeah. go in and they're i want to look for an independent you know retirement community mm -hmm. i find the regency i click on it when it shows up in the google response yep 
how much do they see? They, they would not be able to go proceed. They'd see like the face page is all, right? They well, wouldn't be able to go in and get in any further unless they create an account. Is that correct? Um, for Facebook itself, no. They, anybody can see Facebook, but it is going to be somewhat limited. Um, That's as, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So they'll get the main page, right. but they won't get a lot of it. Now, this is the other thing. I So I searched for your company name on Google, okay? And the first thing right. that comes up is this huge chunk right here. This is your Google My Business. And that's the one I created here at work. That's not yes. the private page that you've been showing me. Correct. That I came off of my personal. Okay. Right. This is well, no, no, no. What this is is this is this is different. This is uh, Google My Business. So okay. um, Yeah. So Google has what's called Google My Business, and you can claim your Google My Business by clicking this right here. There's a link that says Own This Business. Okay. This is completely different. Oh. It has nothing to do with Facebook, but it's really helpful overall. Oh. So when you click Own This Business, it's going to ask you to verify that in a very old school way. They will send a postcard to the physical location, the address, and that postcard will have an, a, a, a code that you can punch in. And so once you've claimed this as your business, um, it, it, you're able to edit this information. And the reason that's important oh. is because then you can change your hours. If you can change, if you have holiday hours, you can update pictures. You can respond to reviews. Um, there are questions and answers here, so you can go through. Are pets allowed? And somebody else said a year ago, nope, they're not. Well, if that changes, you know, uh, will all units be on the first floor? So you 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 can go in and answer that those questions directly. Um, and engage with people, but the, what's really nice is you can go in here and, and update information. Um, you can actually make posts as as a face, as a uh, Google My Business profile, and so that's giving all kinds of keyword context and sending traffic to your website based on that. So you're basically uh, because when when somebody searches on Google, if they're logged in, it's tracking their location as well. So if I just put in Regency Retirement Residence but I'm near Boone, it's going to pull up the Google My Business listing and all the information for Boone. But if I'm near, right. physically near near your location, then it's going to pull this up. But but if when you own your Google My Business, it's not just the map that shows up here. You can have special images that show up here. You can have your logo. You can have the same logo that was there. Um, and then also you can control, you can put uh, information on here about um, your Facebook page. So you can help direct traffic there. So it, it's really uh, a good thing to take control of because this right here, this people also search for area, this is yeah. your competitors. And the, right. the thing is, you'll notice that's, that's pretty close to what we call above the fold, which is the, the first thing you see on, on Google, right? The more information you put in here after claiming your business, the further down this goes and the less likely oh. they are to click on any of this. But you'll notice that this one right here, Windsor okay. Manor, they have an image there. So visually, isn't this a little more attractive than a bunch of red dots? Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, and yep. it's because they've claimed their Google My Business account. See, so they okay, have so all. Tell these... me how. So from my end, what do I do? I type into a, the search engine. Go, yep, I say Google. Google my business? Just no, no, no. Well, you could do it that way, but if you just go to Regency, if you tire Regis, uh, retire while if you type into Google Regency Retirement Residence. Oh, okay. You'll see this come up, and you'll see own this business with a question mark. Oh, okay, okay. Click on gotcha. that, and it'll take you through the steps to claiming your Google My Business account. And it's a free thing. It's definitely 110% worth it. Uh, it's fantastic. So um, okay. it, it, that is a, a cornerstone of, of search engine optimization, um, and it has nothing to do with your Facebook, but it is free. Now, if I click on this website, it, it, it'll take us to the actual website, which is good. Right. Um, yeah. But you know you've got you've got all of these images here. Even if they're they feel like they might be a little outdated, people on Facebook aren't going to know that. So you wouldn't if well that's true. And, right. and okay. If this as long I mean even if if all of these people have um, gone somewhere else, if if you know you have staff that's in there that is, has has you know gone to a different position or is no longer with the company, that doesn't matter. If it's on here, then you've already gotten permission to put it on your website, so you could share these images to your Facebook. Oh, okay. So, oh, okay. Well, they don't have to be current then. All right. No. Perfect. I mean, okay. it helps if they're current, but it, it, it can as long as it gives a decent idea 
of, of yeah. it. See, th these are the kind of images I'm talking about. These samples that you have right. on your website. What these, all of these on that post that you had, these three images would have been yeah. perfect. Okay. Yep. So, um, and I'm just going through your website finding this stuff, and and so. Uh, I would also recommend that you talk to your account manager. I know you guys have been talking about doing some things with the website, but you might want to consider adding, having them add the Facebook logo on your uh, web. I wondered how that was done. Okay. Yep. You're going to yeah. have to talk, to talk to your account manager, and they will be able to do that for you. But um, that's, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's a whole yeah, other conversation. Yeah. So, um, okay. Our time is almost up. Are there any questions that I yep. can answer for you or help you out with? Well, no, I think it's just, uh, you know, there, there was a lot of really good information. And, and, you know, I think I just need to kind of start exploring what we talked about and mm -hmm. just go from there. And like you said, just increasing the presence by, you know, posting more frequently. And yeah, first of all, like you said, and then, yeah, I'm going to go in and own the business. I mean, so, yeah, you did some really good um, overview. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Just remember, social media is all about just that, being social. And the more right. social you are, the more attractive you are, the more people will be drawn in. And and your board was right when they said that your target demographic isn't on Facebook. But I will tell you that their family members and their circle of influence who help them make the buying decision yeah. are. Because I yeah. mentioned that, that in the buying process, you first identify the need and then you do info seeking. And then you compare alternatives. And when you're talking right. about alternatives, a lot of times the first thing you do is... Um, talk to your family and I'll, I'll be honest with you I personally believe that when you're going through the buying cycle subconsciously or unconsciously you know somewhere you know what you want and you're looking for confirmation bias you just want to know if it's the right decision right and, and so right. if you can get them drawn in early with personal video personal images that sort of thing then you're halfway there already okay so it's all right it's definitely something that is uh, is worth looking at, and and I really appreciate that you've you've taken the time to chat with me on this. Um, and uh, so you're sure there's no any any no other questions or anything while you've got me. I don't think so. Seriously, thank you so much. I, I enjoyed the conversation, and and I really think that this will help get you on the right direction. And please, by all means, Vicky, reach out if you have any questions or or you want a quote on anything or anything we can do to help. Okay. Okay. So one of the things you didn't hear there was that I asked Vicki if I could use this recording for the podcast. She said yes, so I'm very, very happy about that. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely uh, an important part of a digital marketing strategy overall to make sure that you have um, everything optimized and, and properly set up. So um, I really hope you got some value from this. Uh, thank you very much for tuning in. And um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm on social platforms at TDGR Podcast. Uh, until next time, dig deep, my friends.